Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 17th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. All right, well, a little bit of a mixed session, I guess you could say, in the US on Friday night. First night of results season kicking off and a little bit underwhelming, at least on the Dow front of things. Down 202 points or 0.56%, 35,912. But we did see a bit of a rally in NASDAQ up 0.59 of a percent, 87 points to 14,894. Netflix doing well ahead of their results this week. S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as usual, pretty much unchanged, 0.08% up four points, 4,663. As a result of all this, our SPY futures come Saturday morning, we're up 28 points or 0.38 of a percent, 73.30. We had the VIX index down one point five point. 5% easier, 19 points. And just adding to the inflationary story, of course, Joe Biden was very keen to get the oil price down. Unfortunately, that hasn't worked out too well for him. Brent crude, now $86.06, up a $1.59 or 1.88% on Friday's trade. WTI up $1.70 or 2.07%, 83.82. We had the gold price slightly easier, uh, 0.27%, $4.90 down. We had the iron ore price down $1.20, 126.75.94. And in other metals, we had copper down nearly 2% on Friday. Nickel up 0.3%, aluminium up 0.6%, zinc down 1%, lead up 0.02%, and ton down 1%. As a result of all this, in terms of mining stocks overseas, Freeport McMoran down 0.6%. Alcoa still doing very well at 1.45%. Tech 1.7% down. Anglo-American down 1.5%. Glencore down 0.7%. Vale though up 0.5%. Albemarle down 0.7%. BHP and Rio both down a smidge. BHP down 02 and Rio down 0.34%. Aussie dollar 72 on the knocker at the moment. Here you can see the S&P 500, a bit of a swoon at one stage. Same with the Dow, but it did fight back. The Dow well and truly off its lows. It was down 472 at one stage. Its best was down 117 points on Friday. So a good fight back heading into the weekend. And of course, this week, we're getting more and more US results. Uh, Major stories from overseas. Federal Reserve's Brainard signals openness to a March rate hike. Dali says March liftoff is quite reasonable. The Bank of Korea raises rates by 25 basis points to 1.25. Another rate hike in Q1 possible. And Bank of Japan officials debating how soon they can start telegraphing an eventual rate hike, maybe 2035, uh, could come even before inflation hits 2% target. Let's face it, Japan hasn't had inflation for the last 30 years. Wine back of pandemic-era stimulus leaves negative yielding debt totaling tumbling to 10.10 10 
trillion US dollars as bond prices drop. We have seen a big rise in bond rates. US 10-year bonds are up 34 basis points in the last month. China posts a record December trade surplus as export growth surprises to the upside. Import growth misses and Chinese GDP growth to slow to just 3.6% in Q4. We'll see that later today. China Evergrande reached an agreement with bondholders to delay payments for offshore bonds and the German economy grew by 2.7% in 2021, even as the country battled supply chain woes. And all sectors of the US eco- UK economy rather expanded more than expected. Must be all those work-related garden parties from number 10. What's on today? We have Chinese fourth quarter GDP. We've also got jobs data locally here on Thursday. In overseas markets, JP Morgan was a big faller on Friday night, down 6.2%. Goldman's down 2.5%. Bank of America uh, down 1.7%. Citigroup down 1.2%. So not much uh, to take away on the positive side of things for our local banks. 10-year yields in the US now 1.78, Australia 1.85, coming back towards parity at the moment, that big rise in the last month in US bond rates as we await the Federal Reserve moving perhaps as early as March to raise rates. Australia 1.85, Germany still negative, but only 0.05 of a percent. Looking across the water to the US and the S&P 500 earnings expected to climb 23.1% this time around. Companies in the S&P 500 growth index, which is heavily skewed towards tech, are expected to increase earnings 16% compared to 26% rise in the value index, which has more of the boring stocks in it. 26% rise in earnings, not that boring after all. And Magellan Global Equities Fund beat the market by 1.4% in December, thanks to Microsoft. However, before you get too carried away with the outperformance from Hamish, it did smacked. It was smacked 5.9% in January, though. And an analysis of major mines that came online between 2010 and 2019 shows it took on average 16 years to develop projects from discovery to first production, something to bear in mind when you're looking at resource stocks. This comes on the back of the BHP and Rio. They have a copper mine in Arizona called Resolution. And they're looking for a resolution to some of the environmental and Native American concerns that have halted this mine two kilometers underground in the Arizona desert. A very, very large copper deposit could provide up to 25% of the U.S. copper supply if it was allowed to go ahead. Uh, Mining production numbers this month will show the extent of labor shortages in WA and the disruptions to FIFO and Jeff Wilson his biggest worries this year about inflation and interest rates climbing higher and faster than expected. And this will be an interesting one to look at today. New listing before pay. We've had after pay, open pay, everything else pay. But before pay, B4P is coming to the market today. They listed 11 a.m. They did an IPO at $3.41 for a market cap of $158. Question of the day today. I was asked on uh, Friday by the nice people at uh, Livewire about the RBA and its pace of lifting rates and whether it would match the US, which is widely tipped now to be four rate rises in 2022. Although Jamie Dimon does think that uh, there will be seven rate rises this year. But the RBA big meeting in February 
Will it start to match the rate and the pace, I guess, of the US Federal Reserve? Will we see a quarter point maybe in March from the RBA as well? like to hear your thoughts on that. Always happy to, uh, to take those on the Facebook discussion group. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. We can, uh, you can head on over to that Facebook discussion group. Love to have your company over there. There's 3,500 plus members. Members helping members is the motto. And if you're listening to this on a podcast and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can sign up for a free two-week trial on marcustoday.com.au and you can read the disclaimer in there. And if you're listening on a podcast, you can also subscribe to one of our other three streams of podcasts with the Marcus Strategy Podcast the On The Desk podcast and the On The Couch podcast as well, where I talk to fund managers and a few CEOs and industry professionals about the state of the market. Well, that's it from me today. Hope you have a great day and welcome back to the markets on Monday, the 17th of January.